Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. Yes, sir. And this is Jordan. And we have a very, very special guest with us. Our mother, Benita Robertson. Yes, sir. Benita Robertson Reed. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Finally, we get to do this episode and I'm excited. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Women's Month. Yes. Sticking right along with the theme for the month, Women Appreciation Month. So, like Jordan said, this is our mother. So, my first question to you would be, how how would you say that um, having sons, how has sports affected their lives? How have you seen sports affected positively or negatively? Um, What impact have you seen sports play in the Lives of your three sons. Whew. So, you guys were born into mm. sports. You had no choice. Like Kevin was saying earlier about his son, you had to love it. And so, um, the diehard Alabama uh, fan thing comes before you guys were born. Because me and um, your daddy were huge um, Alabama fans. And so, it just grew on you. Uh, I think... Like, as you guys got older, Jordan is so combative. He always tries to go to the opposite team. We're all Alabama fans, but Jordan goes against who everybody else goes for. We end up going for the same people, though. Like New Orleans, um, the Saints. I think Did you See, go, did you start loving them because I love them? No. I'll I tell you. Remember when we were at Annie Laura's and they were playing the Bears in the NFC Champion? You probably don't remember. But... Um, when Auntie Denise was there, when we went to Annie Laura's mm-hmm. and the game was on, and y'all were watching the game, and y'all chose to go for the Bears because of Lovey Smith. Yeah, that's what women do. We we either go for the cutest play. I can't say everything because since this is gonna be live, but we we have the way that we pick. Um, now we have our teams established, but it used to be the team with the cutest uniforms. But to be yes, to answer your question, I was combative, and I did choose the Saints because I did. Um, what's it called? Because you got uh, for the Bears, uh, Amen. But they also did. They did uh, win that game, though. Mm-hmm. Huh? The Bears did win that game. They did. That's yeah. why. <laughs> write it down. Write it down, Brandon. But, Brandon uh, Jordan went. Fourteen because I love them. Write it down. That's not that's what, what I said, though. <laughs> that's what I said, though. He went, he went for the uh, you he were going for Saints because I liked them. But you did it. You liked the Bears. You were going for the Bears. You chose to like the Saints because of Mark Ingram. But yeah. I like them also because of Roman Harper. So... I mean, okay. I guess. But I just can't believe it because you're always so combative. And in the household, when mm-hmm. everybody was still here, Jordan went against the team that everybody else went for. I mean, 
Except for Alabama, because he would have got kicked out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel can, like I feel like it just makes sports events more fun. It's not fun. It's not really as fun if everybody is going for the same that, thing. That's how I became a Gator fan. Six mm-hmm. years old, yeah. everybody um, gathering around. Uh, Florida played Miami. Everybody came to the house mm-hmm. with green and orange on, wearing Hurricanes gear. I'm looking at it like, like I like the team in the blue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just combative. Yeah, just combative. Like, think about it. The best games that we've had that we've all watched were they all were. One team was going for we where we were all going for one team, or is it where we had that one person that was going for the other? Team? Besides, no, Alabama. well, Alabama, we <laughs> all go for the same team. See, I get that, but think of, even with Alabama, the best games I can think about us watching was one. The one would be the SEC championship at Buffalo Wild Wings, where we didn't get kicked out, but we decided to leave before we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second one would be when we watched the um, Florida versus Georgia game in uh, Derrico's house with Auntie Renda yeah, and she... Mr. Bartain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fun game. That and then funny. all of the um, Auburn and Alabama games at Granny's house when Dedrick was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always had one person there. And you remember that um, game at Derrico's house? Round. Yeah, that <laughs> was... Bartay was scared for his life. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can cheer for your team. <laughs> <laughs> he was scared to death. But so, it was funny. Speaking of Alabama, though, um, I know I'm Jordan and y'all for years now. Uh, and one thing was always consistent mm-hmm. is the Alabama love. Yeah. And. Like you said, it came before they was even born. Right. Where did this Alabama like love and like standing come from? Well, you know, we are from Alabama, but we always choose the best team. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, we just like the number one and the best. And and like I say, I don't even talk a whole lot of noise because I just let the players do all the talking on the field. That's a lot of talking. <laughs> talking itself. That's a lot of trash talking. No, right I don't even have to say. As a matter of fact, I stop even posting because mm-hmm. I mean, you either you either hate them or you love them. Yeah, and so even when, <laughs> even after they win, I don't I don't have to open my mouth because they do all the talking on the field. Am I right, Kevin? All Thank I you. I mean, Al- Alabama hater. Alabama hater. You you you're a typical Alabama hater. So I don't even get mad. Well, I'm an Alabama hater because the closest thing to dominance and success in the SEC after Alabama is Florida. I don't mm-hmm. think there's no other team that has any type of. I Any type of. Res- resume or like mm-hmm. ability to really speak. I feel to like if I feel like if Georgia had a quality coach, then they would have an argument. No, but they if don't. They had a national championship, and they exist. See, I feel like if they had <laughs> if they had a quality coach, they would have a national championship in there. I mean, they, you got it. You got have. it. You have got it. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying they, Georgia has made the SEC East competitive, but. Uh, Florida has had a stranglehold on the SEC. I give, SEC. I will give you that. And, and I'm just saying, no it's more so of a, it's more so that Georgia's dysfunction makes y'all better in comparison. And then y'all and Georgia also be getting Alabama players and coaches and staff and. Also I mean they, you know, they try to think to, that it'll work, but it's, it's not. But I have yet to work. If <laughs> Alabama wasn't in the SEC. 
Florida will run it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. We'll probably have more ability. People will come to Florida. But you know what, though? I don't even get mad. I love that you love your team and Mm -hmm. stick with your team and don't let nobody change you. Because actually, um, our haters are our motivators. Mm -hmm. I can't. A lot of people secretly be friends. A lot of people secretly love. Yeah. A lot of people turn over. You do love Alabama. Your your resume is still in on file. I got me and Will into the school. Okay, you, hey man, me and <laughs> so, Will still have your fan application. That's it's right. on file. The only reason you didn't completely fill it out is because we lost to Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> that was the year Georgia Southern. We lost to Georgia uh, Southern. And right. you can't never say I'm not a real fan. Boy, I still, I still. If, boy, if we would have beat Deshaun Watson back to back years, you would have been in crimson right now. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. Uh, but speaking of Alabama, I also know that you're a big HBCU fan. Oh, you, yes. You go um, watch HBC, HBCU football, and mm-hmm. you're very in tune with um, HBCUs. I myself went to HBCU. Shout out to Tennessee State. My, the best awesome. HBCU. Alabama A&M Bulldogs. They're in college since we shout out. I, 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 like, I, I like Alabama A&M because they're not Alabama State. Yes. So. PWI. I did go to Love Joy University. I did go to Love Joy University. So with that being said, um, tell me something. Tell me a little bit about your HBCU love and what um, what about HBCU football that drives drives you to go see them? Well, yeah, HBCU it gives you so much pride. I did. Well, I hate I transferred, but I did attend Alabama A and M Bulldogs. But it just instills so much just that time. You you part of the family. It's mm-hmm. nothing like it. if you did not attend an HBCU <laughs> you missing out gonna, on something. You no, just really are. I'm not gonna lie. All of my kids went to HBCUs in Sam Jordan. What did she say? I'm, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Lovejoy scarred me. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to get as far away from this type of environment as possible. But I will admit, looking back on it, Lovejoy was very fun. I, it was just, it wasn't, it was, it was like, I don't, I can't really put a, a reason on why we didn't like Lovejoy as much, but it was fun the farther away you move from it. Mm-hmm. So I will say that if given the opportunity, I would probably go to a HBCU. Ooh, that's awesome. But, it's very cool to like go to HBCU and. Learn more about your roots and your yeah. heritage. That's yeah. really what that's you, really, yeah. Black pride. That's, what, that's what you get. Most it, HBCUs you're gonna automatically have an African American studies mm-hmm. class. Yeah. See, I it my only thing is I just and I I don't want to make this sound bad because I feel like it should be, um, it should be published in um, be, uh, the word I mean. They should put the word out for HBCUs and get them more um, mm-hmm. widespread. But I felt like when I was in high school, I felt like it was more so like you were ashamed if you didn't go to an HBCU. In my personal opinion, yeah, it felt like bad. If, like so, it, he chose like it, not to. It felt like <laughs> if you didn't go to an HBCU, you were like it didn't feel like you were. Well, you know how our society is. Man. If you don't, if you don't, yeah. if you don't up black 
things all the time, twenty four seven, and you hate black people or something. Yeah. But I, I just felt like I wanted a different experience because I felt like I had experienced what an HBCU provides. But it's, it's so much school, more than college, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see nobody had explained that to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not like, saying they, I'm not saying they didn't, but it, they made it seem like. HBCUs were just a bigger high school, and I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, like that. Not that around, didn't like, appeal to mm-hmm. me. It depends on which great, HBCU. Great, yeah, I will give mine definitely was a larger high school. See, <laughs> I will give like the way the way HBCUs were pitched to me is you'll have the most fun in the world, and you'll like it's basically just a bigger high school. You're gonna go party and all that, and I, that's not really what I was going to college for. But I will say. The like y'all said, the brotherhood and like um, they always say, like at a HBCU, you're not a social security number. You mm-hmm, your yeah. teachers know you. Know you. Right. Like if you walk, like if I go back on Kennesaw uh, State, I probably maybe one or two professors would actually know me. Mm-hmm. But that's because I was a talker. Like I actually talked to my profession. Right. But see, the thing, like all HBCUs, like we're black. That's our culture. Of course, you're gonna have certain certain ways and lifestyle that you know that you probably dealt with growing up because you were in a bigger pool with black, bigger amounts of blacks and our culture is pretty much the same wherever you go but and yes HBCU has their their faults but that's the world we live in everybody has their own faults and it's HBCU so everybody was going to push the bad things about them instead of the good things because mm-hmm. I did learn a lot about my culture I did find a lot more about the struggles HBCUs went through and then I also seen how many celebrities we got out of and how many powerful people we have that made a name in society for our people that came from HBCUs and stuff like and then we want to keep in the sports realm we got the Steve McNairs from Alcorn mm-hmm. State I believe mm-hmm. and stuff like that Jerry, like, Rice. Jerry Rice like Jackson State now Deion Sanders did a, a great thing by going back there and, and trying to bring that program mm-hmm. back to life because HBCUs whether it was Jackson State, because that used to be the top one of the top notch ones. Mm-hmm. That stadium looks like I can look at stadium. it now. That mm-hmm. he's doing an awesome mm-hmm. job with um, with uh, the program down there, bringing yeah. it back, mm-hmm. giving it life, bringing mm-hmm. it momentum to a small sound like that stadium haven't been sold out in probably God knows how long, mm-hmm. and now it's almost selling out with COVID. Now, imagine when COVID ends, that place gonna be back booming. Right. We're gonna mm-hmm. get more NFL stars off of that. I feel like we need to not knock the just push the bad things about HBCUs and actually promote the good. Cause I also went to a PW White. I mm. went to Lagrange College, and yeah. I seen how it's very different. It's very, very different. different. It's very different. I did enough. too. I can do the comparison. So when you're at the HBCU, like you said, you know your professors, mm-hmm. and they are pushing you. If you don't come to class. You gonna get pushed to come, but at at the other one, you paid your tuition. Uh, you got that money. You, <laughs> you paid that tuition. Okay. That's how. No, okay. mm-hmm. you ain't been to class in a week. You paid your money. You yep. straight. Go mm-hmm. go to the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. It's a definite difference. See, one thing I will, um, one thing I would say I would like to see is um, I can't. I don't know what grade he is in, but um, he's in high school now. His name is uh, Mikey Williams. He plays basketball. But I want to. He was saying that he was looking towards going to a, to a HBCU, and that's because last year I forgot his name. 
but the number one recruit mm-hmm. paved the way and went to Howard. Howard yeah, right. mm-hmm. You know, just like Cam Newton's brother mm-hmm. actually plays the starting QB at Howard. Right. Like, we need more of that. Yeah. If, if we I'm, take control and, and, and do more of that, I feel like all of that, the extra stuff of like the HBCUs, like financial, that financial aid, they they, they off good for your money. Like, you, mm-hmm. some HBCUs are like that, but yeah. not all are like, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you know I think saying? like you got to figure out just like not all PW whites are racist and, mm-hmm. and, and want to keep you down, right? But it's some are like that. It's just the attitude you bring to it. Yes, the partying was great, yes, great times. <laughs> you met some life. Um, long friends but when you go like Brandon was considering I know that's he every time I come down here he listening to uh the bands and you can't mm-hmm. <laughs> we could talk all day about the bands but just everything See. that goes in with it uh and then he said he's thinking about going back I heard Jordan said he was thinking about going back and considering the uh HBCU but I think with the maturity because, I mean, if your mindset is, oh, I'm about to go get lit, and you don't <laughs> do any work, yeah. and you go enjoy your freshman year, and get that's it. That's it. So, I think it's a mindset, too, with the maturity uh, you have to go in with. The good thing about HBCU, they are more willing to say, okay, we see you part at your first mm-hmm. freshman year. But what has changed and give you an opportunity to come back and do something with your uh, with your life. So that's that's one of the huge things I love about HBCU. Nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Nothing like it. If you stayed a spell and you um you know you got all the benefits from it, you you go, you're a better person. I remember mm-hmm. listening to Kamala Harris when she was, uh, you know, when she was running for um, vice president and everybody was coming in and they were talking about the HBCU at uh, Howard and just how it prepared you for life and how she could stand boldly and say, I'm speaking. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder <laughs> That's something they still do. I wonder was she Asian back then. Yeah. Whole other. Since we're on the topic, how does, how does the first female, regardless oh of race, female? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like that one. <laughs> how does the first female vice, uh, president. vice president make you feel? It, it was that same pride that I had and cried like a baby when the first. African-American president uh, you know won the election so it's something that probably y'all generation can never understand because we never really <laughs> thought that in our lifetime I mean y'all old enough to get it but some people cannot like my students mm-hmm. you know they just don't make the connection and what this generation now right. they, they don't even that's a good thing about our generation. We in between, so we we still have our elders here who mm-hmm. who went through the struggle, and the kids now they still look up to us for uh, advice. But they they I'll say they don't have to de- even now they don't have to deal with a lot of things that um, we had to deal with. I'm old enough to remember where you still got whoopings in school. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember when I came around there to kill oh, elementary? Oh it's it was waiting when the bus got there. It said, get in this car. You remember that day? Nothing. Principal just looked. The principal was like, I didn't check nobody out. I just said, come on home. And did what I did. And I said, 
don't stop by no attendance office. Go straight to class, and I mean it. I mean that was that was a good old days. See now you go to jail for child. That's it. If I had said something. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was old school. Put on, you know, be like Madea, come up there, and the principal was too scared. Now you call him, call, call him. I want you to. Please, they don't help me. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember one time I was in, I want to say kindergarten, and I got a. She called my mom. I remember I was just sitting in there chilling. <laughs> Boy, I was I was writing. I look up. I see her. I was like. Wait a minute! I know that. I know that ain't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> fake news. Yeah, fake news. Cause I never even spanked them. She, Thank you. She <laughs> gave me that finger yeah. wag. Told me to come outside. We never in Boy. life got spanked. <laughs> 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 fake news. All I know is I begged to go home. I didn't want to go back to class. <laughs> <laughs> Sessions. No cap. Sure. Yeah, good old days though. Those were the good old days. That's what I think is different mm-hmm. now. And everything that, that, <laughs> I know that um who was Derrick was telling me a story about um somebody um the the girl was saying that her daughter the lady um uh, was saying that her daughter locked her out. Mm-hmm. And she was like of your own house. Mm-hmm. So that you know, parents are afraid of the kids nowadays. Yes. It's sad. I don't know. I like I used to think like as a kid that got a lot of whoopings. Mm-hmm. I used to think that whoopings was the lazy way, but some kids just need to get whoopings. <laughs> like I was, I was one of those kids that needed whoopings. Like I'll give it to you, my Man, niece. She doesn't need whoopings. She she'll get it. Like you just tell her, she'll get it. She just doesn't. She doesn't like uh, having. People raise their voice at her, so she, mm-hmm. so that that worked for her. That's how but I was. For she me, got that for me. I, I felt like you you raising your voice. Okay, bet. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I guess I guess you wanted me to listen, I, but no, I I I needed whooping. I don't feel like I don't feel like they're the answer. I feel like yes, you have to talk to them because I will give you credit. You definitely did a a great job of talking. Before you did a great job of explaining. Now, now would you, used to go before to and after, now you going to sleep while I'm fussing. No, you same. really fix to get it now. Now, <laughs> now, if we could ever get you to work on the listening as well as the talking that you got, you had that. Now, the listening. Kevin, you'll understand it short. See, but my whole thing, thing is, I would explain. My thing is, I would explain to her, no, I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. Get a whooping. Then the teacher would tell her the exact same thing. Like, well, no, you shouldn't have even been in that situation. Well, I, I told you. <laughs> I gave you the the solution. You wasn't listening. <laughs> I think every kid gonna have that. Yeah, I think it comes with being understanding with being a parent, especially an old school. I mean, that, that's get, what you have. You have an old it. school so, black mama, and and, and Derek will talk about that all the time. That's but it. I was, <laughs> see, yeah, you were into this. That's it. Yeah, I was. That's a, that's because we love you. I was that's definitely a whoop now and ask questions later, uh, mm-hmm. kid. So you had to do that, mm-hmm. but. 
Yeah, I mean, other than that, I feel like you did a great job. You did, you did <laughs> explain. <laughs> no, yeah, other than the listening, <laughs> other than that, you did, you did do a great job. <laughs> Remember when I used to tell you, bro? I said, perhaps I'll never learn to listen. That is still her go-to answer. You know? I've come to terms <laughs> with, with that. I'm the mom. I'm the That's answer. it. <laughs> I don't need to listen. I've, I've come to terms with that. Yeah, what am I listening? Since we airing out, beef. My number. One thing Uh-oh. Why do parents make statements like, I bought you in this world? Ooh. Technically. It doesn't have to be. Technically. Yeah. They bring you into the world. Technically. It has to be here. Technically. God brought you into the earth and placed them as the, the care holders of the Blessed you with, with wonderful parents that love you and care for you. Ed is going to always, regardless Amen. of age, always gonna do I mean we don't you know you never get a book did you get a parenting book I'm not an advocate you don't get a parenting book and so mm-hmm. we don't profess to be uh, experts just our love drives everything and the care and concern I pushed away a lot cause like I didn't even I slept you called me saying you on the way home I was asleep so and that's huge you, is that huge for me it is cause I usually will not go to sleep until everybody you know you gotta you gotta know I was all the way in California are. and couldn't. She wouldn't go to sleep until I called. That's it, <laughs> I, you know. And this, it's a you, you won't get a manual, mm-hmm. and there is no book. Every child is different, and that's just how it is. And if you love your children, that's just how you do. All I know is mm-hmm. I still got a call. I think it was Thursday, uh, because I didn't call her when I got to work, and then I didn't text her <laughs> back when she asked me if I was there. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if did it, if he made it um, safely, because it was raining. Probably, I mean, all those little things. You you, you know, you just as a mom mm-hmm. and as a dad, you just want to make sure. At all times, because it's dangerous out there. I seen a wreck on the um, TV, and I was like, "Dang!" Hey, I know one Jordan thing. I know, uh, I know one thing. If I'm um, if I'm anywhere within five to ten miles of this house, and I see a police siren, yeah. I already know. Just go ahead and get the phone out. Because you know she finna call. I was like, "Where <laughs> I are you?" I heard an ambulance. I heard an ambulance <laughs> sure. coming up. Like you know, good and well. well I left good. the house an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that. China. <laughs> <laughs> and, and think about what you just said like me being a parent now as a kid like stuff like that when the it never really was my dad or my mom doing stuff like that mm-hmm. it's more of my grandma's mm-hmm. like checking up on me calling me asking mm-hmm. me a whole bunch of questions non-stop and stuff like that as a kid it's like kind of get annoyed mm-hmm. like you like oh my gosh like i'm okay mm-hmm. i'm okay i i you kind of appreciate it but, but like, as a parent, as a parent listen, kinda, listen. As, as a parent, you kind of get, you kind of understand it more because it's like, on on the other end, you looking at it, it's like, why they keep calling me? I'm telling them mm-hmm. straight, I'm I'm grown or I'm good, I'm mm-hmm. good. But it's like they just really care about you. They That's just really it. want you to That's be okay. It. In a nutshell. And now that I'm a parent and older, I look at it like. You're gonna miss that when you don't mm-hmm. have it no right, more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you gonna miss it when you be like, dang, I wish like. I can have those phone conversations of her mm-hmm. wanting to call me and tell, ask me if I'm okay, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a, a, a greater appreciation for those who raised you and cared for you once you become a parent or right. once you get older because mm-hmm. you start seeing it. Because yeah. I know when I look at my son, I'd be like, hey, I got to make sure he did it everywhere mm-hmm. he go. Like, That's you know? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I was thinking about that the other day. I remember um, my mom would always say that. I would, because um, I'm... 
I'm not the type of person I don't really like just sitting on the phone. I like mm-hmm. I like okay. like I like if I'm calling you I wanna actually talk about something or we have something to talk about. But I remember my mom would say, uh, call, have you called your grandma and you talked to her? Because you don't, um, you don't look back on these times and you're going to miss it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I would, like, I talked to her more than most people would talk to their grandparents. But, I mean, now that I think about it, yeah, I do miss those times where I could just pick up the phone and just call her. And, like, even if I didn't have anything to talk about, just talk about, like, if even if we on the phone just sitting for... 10 seconds of silence and then well then then just start up a conversation that's mm-hmm. stuff like that you miss like what the braves doing right yeah. so how about them um the mavericks or something mm-hmm. just anything <laughs> yeah so that that feeds into what you were saying uh, kevin i remember um picking up the phone with my granddaddy saying oh let me tell granddaddy that Oh yeah, he had passed away. Yeah, the, so you, you kept on doing countless it. times where I've picked up my phone and just where something happened and it was like, well, let me call Granny and tell her this or something or even with um Siri, I I can't remember specifically where I would say call somebody and then they'll say, do you want to call Granny? And I, I mean, I, yes, I would love to, but I can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, yeah, you like know. stuff like that. You, you kind of miss those things, mm-hmm. right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff put and put that stuff in perspective as you get older. Because, like I said, my grandma, like, my grandma has stage four cancer right now. So, it put, it put me in that perspective. And I was like, grandma used to call me all the time asking mm-hmm. me what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, how you feel and stuff like that. Now that she's sick, I don't get those phone calls right. and she's still alive and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, it's like, you know, because she's got her own stuff she did. Yeah. So, it's like, you just start realizing, like, dang, mm-hmm. like, you just... Yeah, respect it a little bit more. Damn, man, since we are still in the... I know we moved on from airing out grievances, but you remember that time (laughs) when y'all called me from Texas and then um, y'all were at Granny's house and I was still at um, school? No. You you Mm -hmm. called me while... Like, y'all had just got to Granny's house. You Mm -hmm. called me and while y'all were there and I hung up. Do you remember that? What school were you at? I was at Kennesaw. I was at It was my second semester. Yeah. My freshman year. Yeah, y'all, y'all uh, surprised. You, Derrico, Melba, uh, surprised Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you called me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was upset. I wanted to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the last time. Uh, Brandon, I feel like did that you was... go? No, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. That was the last mm-hmm. time any of us had gone. Yeah, we didn't even realize it was our last time yeah. going. I think my I, last time was um Bow Funeral. Yeah. We went mm-hmm. to Texas for yeah. Bow Funeral. Mm-hmm. That was my last time seeing it. Yeah. You can't take times for granted. And we know that. We know that uh, you know, time is short, so you have to maximize all of the time. That's why it's always so important would be like last year. Like, we do Thanksgiving together all the time, but y'all ended up not going, and um, Round and Dwayne ended up coming, but when we went to South Carolina, not a whole, I mean, in the midst of COVID, we stayed at the resort, not a whole lot to do, but it was a good time. It was, You know, the place was very relaxing, and you always cherish those times, because um, usually I'll get some paint canvases, and um, 
brushes and we have a theme or something we do something fun but those uh, I have you know those are memories I cherish forever so being a parent uh, especially a mom is not easy and I have three sons and so when my husband died uh, their dad you know it was like I got to take on the mom and dad role because I might have been a little I think I was always the disciplinarian because he just used to play football you know <laughs> but when he say, said something he had to say it but one time but uh, I think I was See, always that's the, uh, that's the thing about being the dad mm-hmm. it's easier you, yeah you can do the more the, the fun cop yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah he, my son yeah. just go to me to play whatever they <laughs> want whatever they want they like they already knew you remember the time Brandon with his spoil self said uh, you came to ask me for something you like can I then he's like that's all right. I'll just ask my daddy. Because <laughs> you know? he always said, but then when we would just be me and him, I would say, stop doing that. And then he learned to say, uh uh-uh, uh, go ask your mama. Because, I mean, that's how, you know, dads are just chill out. And then the mama looking at the long term thing. Nope, you can't, um, you can't have that. But the dad, uh, you know, you'll see when you become a parent. Uh, not that you won't do the discipline thing. But dads don't do it the same way that moms do. Because we're looking at the long term. And if I have to be the... I remember that time Melba was saying, uh, Brandon did this. I said, girl, I'm not thinking about that. And it doesn't... I'm not even upset about it because that's what children do. And, you know, but I'm going to stick to my guns because I'm looking at the long term picture. And so it's not easy. It hadn't been easy being a parent, but it's been uh, one of my greatest accomplishments. So love y'all. Love you too. Thank you. My last question. Um, as as a teacher, I, I say it all the time now. Um, athletics and sports, growing up playing sports just gives you certain things that people who don't play sports don't get it. And mm-hmm. like when I used to say it, um, people used to think that I was being arrogant. But no, it's, it's true. You learn to, that's why I learned how to work with other people, how to, um, work towards a common goal and my question to you is how do you see that as in your students as far as the, t- the students that play sports and the students that don't play sports you can you can see it clearly like of course I talk sports in the room they know I'm a huge Alabama fan and so a lot of the things we do center around like the other day we did a, uh, a warm-up about uh, LeBron James and mm-hmm. him being the GOAT you know, not just because of him playing sports, but all around. You know, he's still with his same wife, you know, father to his kids and just the things he does in the community. So that's huge. I think they learn, you know, it just filters into the conversation because that's what I talk about a lot of times during the warm up, just trying to build them to uh, see. And the, the kids that do play sports, you see the discipline. I think, you know, uh, somebody say, always keep your kids in sports, Kevin. Your baby is, you know, not a year yet, but it does something for them. Mm-hmm. I remember a time when Jordan just hard-headed. 
and uh, his teacher could not stand him. <laughs> I can't say everything I want to say, and she was not my favorite either. Mm-hmm. Then she got mad. Are you talking about Miss Livermont? You can't say the name. Yes, you can. <laughs> I didn't say her first name. Another sports. Not another sports. We let it. We make it known. We made it. So yeah. So she was thirty eight hot because I had already had the conversation. This was out the. Uh, uh, Jordan's dad died and he was uh, you know talk too much just did all the way through school he and I'm not gonna lie. I don't know the Those answer to years, that I was very rebellious <laughs> I'm not gonna lie from I would say what was that kindergarten to maybe fourth what grade was she your teacher fifth, first second that lady second. Was, uh, she was fourth was it fourth what's the second grade teacher name I can't remember. I didn't. I didn't have problems in second grade. Oh yeah, I mean, you, I don't really remember. Your teacher was like you had that male. I, I appreciate him. Like I remember but, first. I remember kindergarten first, and then third. Yeah. Who was it? The, the guy that was your teacher, Mr. Fletcher, Greg yeah, Fletcher. Mr. I can yeah. shout his name out. Yeah, I love he, Mr. Fletcher. I like yeah. Mr. Fletcher. But the lady that wanted you, like she, no, that was fourth grade. She could she not stand. Um, no, no what the thing you're thinking about is kindergarten. Miss Livermont was my kindergarten. Miss Slook was my fourth grade teacher. Okay, yeah, yeah, I did. Now, I no, you were playing, um, you know, because I, you know, the dad had died, so I had kept them playing sports, and so somebody said keep them in sports, and he got in trouble at school, and then he came back the next day because he still played. Because I started, you know, the first inclination was, you ain't playing in the game. And somebody was like, no, that have, that creates discipline, so let them play. Mm-hmm. He came back to school because they had won the game, and she was 38 out. Called me and said, I should not have let him play. First of all, was, I got this one. Got Hold on. <laughs> Who are you to tell my mama how to raise her kids? Mind your business. Mm-mm. She got three Sons, and she just out here trying to do the best that she can. And she got a lesson from me. I, I was professionally nice. Ended nah, up she ain't going to be professional yet. That was before she started teaching. No cap. Respectfully. Girl. Don't tell me how to raise my kids. Yeah, she said you, you, he should not have been allowed to play. He should because he was in trouble. Because Jordan, you know that little chart where you be on green, then you keep on. Jordan was on red every day. And I like Jordan wasn't doing his work. It was. It, it was right. not. He was not being disrespectful. I walked in on yellow. He just was talking. Hey man, I told y'all from kindergarten. To That's what kids do. I was a very rebellious. I was a very rebellious elementary. Yeah, for, he except just, for third grade, I will I will give it to not you, Mr. Mr. Graham Fletcher. He, not a Mr. Fletcher. Mr. Fletcher had an understanding, and he said <laughs> when he went to the remember when you went to the reading teacher, he said you can't do the things oh, in Ms. her Cameron, class Cameron, that she you do in my class. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Mr. Fletcher knew Cameron. he's being a kid. Mm-hmm. You're not hitting anybody. You're not um, being disrespectful. You just talking too much. And you see, you know what I thing <laughs> the, 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 she didn't stop you from playing that time, but I do remember. <laughs> I was What I do? I came up to the school. Like, no, you guys so glad I did. Like, no, I think he was trying to sneak to the baseball field. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. No, like, I can't <laughs> tell the whole story. I got in trouble in October, and she said that I can't play baseball come spring. 
So I was like, cool. I'm just going to not mention it, keep my head down. And just, just come out just there. Work, <laughs> and then just go to uh, practice. I went out there that first day. Coach Chapman hyping me up. I was doing good. And you knew I you, came you home. Knew you weren't supposed to be at. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I can work at that. How old are you? <laughs> I went out there without your permission. <laughs> and then I came home that day. She said, do it again. See what happens. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, guess who got on that big yellow that day? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Who was, who was the main one that taught me into coming out there anyway? He was like, bro, just don't go to no, don't go to no pre-practice. Because no, we had all the uh, conditioning and stuff. Don't go to no conditioning. Don't go to nothing. Just go out there on the first day. She'll be fine with it. I was like, bro, I know my mom. I was a kid with no guidance and what is my friend hey man, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was gonna work. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was too. I was I like, was, maybe she'll forget. I was like, bro, it sounded good. I was like, bro, I know my mom. Like I was like, maybe if she see the passion. The, the the desire for me to <laughs> want to play baseball. Good, I tried to give him good advice. Mm-hmm. Don't get don't get in trouble. I did it. Pass. <laughs> don't go to the conditions. She was nothing. Just, and just know what it was for real. She was like, either you gonna play baseball or football. And looking back on it, mm-hmm. outside twenty twenty, I definitely should play baseball. Definitely. Yeah. Now you got caught. Now you You see what I'm saying? No, but see, I don't feel like the answer was one or the other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you, you, you were, what'd you say? I feel like the answer was just a little dog. I feel like I had learned my lesson. I should have been able to play baseball. <laughs> that was, now I can that, speak my voice. That was hilarious, though. Because he definitely did not pull back up at all that whole season. Boy, I came to one game. I was pissed the whole game. <laughs> y'all won? That, I, I didn't even go count. I wanted y'all to lose. <laughs> you ever seen that meme of Squidward looking outside his Bro, everybody else out there. Bro, I wanted y'all to lose so bad so I could come back and, yeah, y'all needed me. <laughs> but y'all won the championship. That man, David, brought the trophy and showed it to me. I, I wanted to knock it out his head. Like, if, if Will wasn't on the team, I really didn't like nobody on the team like that except a couple of guys. And so no cap, like, though. Baseball. That definitely would have been nice. I'm not going to lie. Baseball and football was completely different vibes. Mm-hmm. I was selling you. I would say like that it. baseball was... See, no, again, I don't feel like it was one or the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like... Johnson it was <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you can do it like, one, they're two completely different seasons. And two, I feel like they teach you two different lessons in life. And three, Coach Chapman was our coach in baseball. And he had yeah. more say. The, mm-hmm. the jokes on that baseball field was priceless, oh, which is why I wish you would have played. But I do feel kind of at fault that you got in trouble too, because I did tell him, like, "Just chill out, and just hopefully you you get on there." <laughs> but hey, nah, But before we get out of here, since we on baseball, this is something I definitely had to ask you, um, Braves. Uh, I know you're a big Braves fan, just as much as the um, Alabama Crimson Tide. Mm-hmm. Um, just. Before we get out of here, speak to me a little bit about how you felt about your team oh, being up 3-1 and losing mm-hmm. it 
and how you feel about your expectations going into this upcoming season because I have y'all in the world series yeah. see I've been in Atlanta and lord knows I tried to be a Falcons fan <laughs> It's just hard being a Falcon. Okay. Oh, yeah, it up, Brandon. It's okay. I'm watching the game. The Braves are going to, I mean, they'll get there, but then they lose. And I just, you know, I don't have a whole lot of energy. I was telling my husband, <laughs> I'm going to start back watching them after um, I retire. Because it's just too hard. Last year, y'all lost 3-1, and that's, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan slice it up is... We lost to the World Series champions. Yeah. Which I was up 3-1. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that's no excuse. Yeah, we had no the World excuse. Series champions up 3 How? Yeah, that's even worse. And we were winning in Game 7. That's even worse. Mm. Hey, dude. I'm not here to make excuses. <laughs> I'm just saying that with the talent we <laughs> had. With the talent we had, we should have most definitely won. Get everybody. My point is, with the talent we had, we should have won the World Series. We had the World Series champions up 3-1. Yes. And we were up in Game 7. With that talent, we should have won. I'm not excusing the fact that we lost. Was it a L or a W? Again, <laughs> I'm not excusing the fact that we lost. I'm just saying we had the talent yeah, rather, to be World Series champion. I'd rather y'all lose the way y'all did to the Cardinals than the way y'all did to no, the Dodgers. No, no, no because was no, y'all, y'all was supposed to win that series, but y'all just went out there and totally just got whooped. I get know? it, but, but we should have. Y'all should. It's no excuse, even though they did end up winning the World Series. I understand that, no but excuse. that team did not have the talent to win the World Series. This team had a, the talent to win the World Series. The, yes. the the Cardinals team they didn't have the team that lost to the Cardinals they didn't have the talent to win the World no, I'm just saying like I'd rather just lose Actually, I'd rather just lose than to be up three one yeah, yeah, and just, just like yeah we didn't have the pitching depth. Yeah. we had we had top end pitching that y'all was sound like Alabama haters <laughs> make it out hey man I don't I don't. But, but I, these I haven't spoken. My father I don't make excuses. I'm giving you an explanation. I feel like, like we had the talent. She mm-hmm. said, "You said you you gonna watch the Braves when you retire." Right. But like last year, even with that loss to me, because what Jordan said, my favorite stat. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't make it. Y'all haven't won a first round playoff series since 2000. Hey, you gotta stop saying that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Last year was a big. Bring you a new story. Facts. Y'all lost three one. I was up three one. That's not. That's not a historical <laughs> stat though. It is. No, it's not. That it just is. happened last year. Exactly. And that's the what y'all. That's the y'all first team to blow a three one lead since 2000. That don't. Listen, 2020. That don't sound cool. Listen, listen. <laughs> y'all didn't make it out the first round since 2001. Then y'all make it out the first round. And then the next thing y'all do is give up a three one mm-hmm. lead. So the next mm-hmm. story, instead of coming into the into the next season, was the Braves finally got out the um, first round since two thousand one, and they had mm-hmm. a hard fought loss in the playoffs. We mm-hmm. can do with that. Now yeah. they're coming into the next season as real deal contenders. Mm-hmm. Now instead of having oh y'all ain't get out the the first round since two thousand one, now y'all got this. Y'all was up three one against uh, against the Dodgers and gave that up. That's the story coming. Yeah. So you're saying that, you know saying? Like, and you don't think that that would have a negative effect on us? And that's what I'm getting to. Like, that's why I, I said that I don't you. see us making it to the World Series. And then I, when I, I said feel, that, you called me crazy. Because mm-hmm. I, I still feel you. I have the talent. Just because I still but feel that, like I have the talent. Okay, but but y'all don't y'all don't you don't think so? I do I feel like I have the talent. I'm saying. I feel like if y'all was up three one, if y'all was up three one. Y'all definitely it's no and nothing changed. Oh, I, I said, like, it, I said it at the time. We lost no, no, we the did mental lose, mistakes. We yeah. did lose um bullpen depth and we did we still don't have a 
another pitcher. I, y'all bats and y'all fielding can still. I don't know, y'all. man. I don't feel like we're deep enough to beat the Dodgers. The Braves just got drilled. I don't know. I, if you <laughs> had to ask, like y'all got drilled. If you had to ask me I, right I, now, I still love. I still love the Braves, mm-hmm. but it takes too much energy. Like it takes too much energy for the Falcons and the Braves, mm-hmm. and I just don't even I don't try to be with, a Hawks fan. No, we don't. So with the Falcons, it's like. You can't even do it, huh? They don't hold till I retire. <laughs> <laughs> see, but I mean, back to the Braves though. Like, I can see us beating the Padres, but if you ask me right now, no, I don't see us beating the Padres. I feel like this will determine who y'all really are as a team. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna let this three-one nonsense affect y'all, and y'all gonna not see. Show but the thing is, it's not that. It's not just the three-one getting to us. Both the Dodgers and the Padres got better this offseason. Mm-hmm. We did not. Why not? What happened? That you tell me. I don't know why we didn't. Because it's Atlanta, they don't um, want to spend money. That's why. I don't think Atlanta never wants. We didn't get. We didn't get. We didn't get significantly better. We didn't get. We didn't get significantly better, but it's not like we got worse. We still gonna run. I still. What is what does Coach Hughes say? You either get better or you get worse. You don't say the same. <laughs> I'm in the uh, state championships. Uh, hey man, it's whoa, whoa, we're not no, we're not. We're not, we're not, not slandering. No, no, Coach Hughes disrespect me. No, but my point is, that's a very valid statement. You you either get better or you get worse. There's no such thing as staying the same because other teams. We got to stay the same. I, I know, but by us staying the same, we're getting worse because the saying, other two teams are getting he said, better. He said what you I'm got a little is, bit better. Yes, <laughs> okay, like the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, we got a little bit better from our team. Got a little bit better from last year. Yes. Our Braves team is better than the Braves team last year. Yes. I agree with that, but. I don't feel like our standings in the NL will improve from last year, where we were arguably the best team in the NL to now we're arguably the second best. But if y'all, if you just said y'all better this year, a little bit, just a little bit better than y'all was last year. Yes, but I feel like the Dodgers are significantly better than they were last year. That was Trevor Bauer. I don't think so. I feel like that. And and David Price is coming back, and he's not the ace of the. Okay, do you know how much of a difference it is to be the the fifth player in a rotation where you're not even asked to do hardly anything because your offense is going to carry you most games between being the ace on a team where you have one, maybe two good hitters and your, your pitcher is carrying you. You do realize that's a big difference, right? Yeah, but I, I do, but... Like, I'm not dismissing what you're saying about the Braves. It's more of the Dodgers. I don't think... I feel like they got significantly better. I don't think the Dodgers elevated to a point where they're Mm -hmm. not looking at the Braves as equal. If the Braves was on 3-1 with them with like that last year... Yes, and they and you said Last the Braves year, and, I don't feel, and, and you said the Braves got somewhat better than yes. that, and the and you saying the Dodgers got. There's a difference between so. somewhat better and I significantly think, better. I don't think, I don't think we got it. that much better if I, I at all. I don't think you take into account what another year on this team. I get that. I I I understand. I understand all of that. I I feel like that all plays a factor. If Roy comes out here and is the MVP candidate. You got it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying right now, mm-hmm. I'm not taking us over the Padres, let alone the Dodgers. Did the Braves lose players? 
We lost we some lost bullpen, bullpen pitchers. Cows, what's his name? Mark Melanson. Then we lost um, uh, somebody. somebody there no day. There no day. Y'all got him. Yeah. New York got him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the ship. So. No, yeah, not. So. All right. Um, I put some. I put. Want to put some dew on it? How much? Five, I put five. I, put five, ca- I could put five. Five cases of orange. Cases. Orange Fanta right five now. Five cases of Pepsi. Five cases of orange Fanta that the Yankees don't win the World Series this year. I, I, I got a side bet on Jordan, so. It's <laughs> indeed Steve. I'm that confident in winning the World Series. I'm very confident that y'all won. I'm, I'm shoot. I put three that y'all don't win the um, AL East. That's your team. Mm-hmm. You want to do that? Uh, three three on the AL East? You think Tampa going to win the division no. again? Not Boston? No. Not Baltimore? Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the conference or our division? AL East. Oh, Toronto. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Toronto. So now you don't want to put three on? No, you don't want to put three on. Oh, okay. You got everybody else's family. They ain't put no three on it. Toronto. They're not part of America. That's why I'm thinking about it. They are part of America. They're not part of the United States. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Is there any uh, questions y'all have to end? No. Thanks. This was um, a fun, fun episode. This was <laughs> yeah. a fun episode. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed being mm-hmm. a guest on Not Another Sports Podcast. I think you guys are doing a great job mm-hmm. and keep up the great work. Um, it's always good to listen in, and uh, so I can't wait to hear hear the um, episode mm-hmm. yeah, thanks please. for having me no problem uh, again women's um what is it no, it's women's, women's appreciation month right yeah i think uh, it's women's history month mm-hmm. women's history month but, but it's women's history month but we taking the time it's women's appreciation month every month mm-hmm. that's right and um and do you want to shout out the church or anything yeah shout out to um <clears throat> two churches um Derrico's Church, Connected. the Connected Church. Yes, um, awesome, awesome message all the time. And, and you know, well, I'm a little biased. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my son. But um, we do a Zoom call every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. And then my home church, New Vision Christian Church. Yes, Pastor um, Luke. Pastor Luke S. Hall. So, um, yeah, I just think, uh, and that's a, that's the church that. Um, Brandon and Jordan are members of both churches and so I just think it's been an awesome thing especially in the midst of this pandemic I can't wait to get back but shout out shout it's, out to Jesus it's in the midst of a panoramic since we shout out churches uh, shout out to the Biden church uh, the church I go to in Kennesaw Pastor Greg and Janet wait, the hoot? it's called the Biden Oh, I thought you said I thought you was shouting out the president on our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast thank you for listening and thank you for your support make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything not another sports podcast now back to our show
Well, that concludes another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob Was There. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Vice City Kevin. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11 and on Instagram at underscore this guy 11. You can also follow the sports pages at Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and on on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Remember to keep your hands clean. Black Lives Matter and go Gators. Roll Roll Tide. Tide.